Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to your weekly dose of newsy infotainment. It's Let's Be Treasonable, coming to you from Treasonable Studios in Los Angeles with your cognitive dissidents on the panel this week. You know, it's been a while, I think like since November, since we've uh, been graced with your presence, but uh, she is a comedian who you've seen on Last Comic Standing. She's a mom, a Huffington Post contributor. As always, she is Katie Massa Kennedy. Welcome back. Oh, thank you. It has been, a, in fact, been a while since I have graced Treasonable Studios. It's well, it's it's wonderful to be in your grace. Thank once you. Again. Yes. By the way, uh, just speaking of your grace, uh, had an idea this morning. Uh, because I know, you know, Tribute Act's always big. The mashup Tribute Act's niche, but they have their moments. So what do you guys think of an Eminem Tribute Act who dresses like the Pope and it's called Your Eminence? <laughs> oh, God. Can someone please murder me? You really know how to keep people I was away. Say, yeah, maybe this is why you haven't been back since November. <laughs> also joining us this week, as always, he is a comedian, a scholar, and the black voice of reason, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Time and Ship. Ah, power to the people. Good to be here, Dave, and uh, with the, the great Katie Mathkin. I like that time it just was, we just was, ah, like meaning like, oh, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So... Your eminence. Yeah, yeah, your eminence. Yeah, yeah. Eminence. Eminence. Yeah. Eminence front. It's a put on. It's a put on. Uh, oh, hey, me. I am Dr. David Robinson, your Vin Scully for the impending apocalypse, which this week I got to give it to the United States and our lack of preparation and denial when it comes to the coronavirus. I want to say that one of these days I'm going to Google Vin Scully. I think he's some sort of sports announcer, but I'm not positive. Yeah, he was the uh, longtime uh, Dodgers, voice of the Dodgers. It's a wonderful day for Dodgers baseball. Vin Scully coming to you. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right. I'll but, Google it. Don't worry. We don't want to waste time on One of those that. guys who, Too much going uh, on. you know, good in the community. Uh, so, you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the the idea just uh, your your beloved announcer. Okay. Good. And, Got it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> because it's I've just well, let that wash over me every single time. I've, no, I've no, it's all good. You know, uh, if as you know, I am originally from Chicago, and uh, I, I think uh, if I called you myself the Harry that. Carey, no, never. Uh, and yeah, that map of the L system behind me certainly no indication. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just, I don't drink enough to uh, consider myself the Harry Carey of the impending apocalypse. <laughs> Maybe when it's closer. Okay. That's, Fair that, that'll be, yeah, you'll know when we are at uh, DEFCON 1 when DEFCON. I am uh, announcing myself as the Harry Carey of, woo. Uh, but yeah, hey, how about that coronavirus? <sighs> Can you breathe? Have, have you been watching Rachel Maddow this week? Uh. I have not. I have it recorded, but I have a number of people in some of the groups that I'm in expressing quite a bit of concern about her reporting. It's, I mean, you know, I, I recognize CNBC <laughs> as, you right there? Should we get our masks? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. uh, you know, they. I certainly disagree with the notion that MSNBC is the liberal Fox because MSNBC, even the opinion shows, are based in facts. Um, but you know, it is a certain amount of partisan talking points and stuff. And can I just say though, that, um, just, just 
before you go on about that, I, I completely agree with you, but it's it's depending on how you look at it because MSNBC is the left Fox in the sense that their their right. audience is excuse liberal, but liberals, but the other thing is that liberals tend to be fact-based. Mm-hmm. So when they are catering toward a demographic like us, they are grounded in reality. So therein right. lies the big difference. Yeah, right? yeah. No, it's, see, that's, it's all about that's the money. problem. They're like all these weird little false equivalencies that are, there's enough fact in them that it seems plausible to someone who, for whatever reason, would be on the fence makes the Kool-Aid a lot more palatable for, you know, those who are inclined to believe. Um, and we'll, we'll be talking uh, more, definitely more about that mm-hmm. throughout the hour because yeah, it's been an interesting week, but I, I, I'm not saying that, that Maddow's like going full on scare tactics, but it's, you know, it, it, she's putting out alarming information, which is rightfully alarming. And, but let me ask you, what are you supposed to do? Well, that's uh, that's that, what I, mean, I was my, just going to get to right. is, you know, I mean, obviously you don't want to stir up panic, but, but it can't, you know, just, you know, light up a smoke, kick back and go, hey, so how about that pandemic, huh? Yeah, yeah you're but kill it's a lot not, of people. It's not, um, this is not the flu. If the flu is killing you, okay, this is something, this is worse than, Zar, than SARS. It's worse than the 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 other uh, the MERS. The, the MERS. You had the bird flu. You had all this. Well, I didn't have it. Well, well, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> you know, and it all came from China. And this is also where we're getting our medicine uh, built up. Trump's only concerned about the stock market because of what it's doing. But trust me, I want to know if this shit will kill you. I do not like people saying, it ain't that bad. It ain't that bad. No. We got a woman that came through. They don't know where she where she got it from. Mm-hmm. She made it Up through. Up in Northern California. Yeah. She made it through. She, she made it she, through yeah. the night. She's she actually, I think the, she's in critical condition. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, let's I mean, hope she. I mean, but she got something and they don't know how she got it. We found out that Trump cut the the, the uh, monies for the CDC mm-hmm. to, so we could be more prepared for this stuff. Dude, viruses are, I mean, they got some shit out there, man. They said, you thought Ebola was a motherfucker? They got stuff out there that if we don't keep it at bay, we've been very lucky in the United States. And But I don't mind someone telling me that this shit will kill you, okay? And yes, wash your goddamn hands, cover your mouth, uh, eat better food. They got mad. Remember, they got mad at 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 uh, uh, Michelle, Michelle Obama because she told them, "Hey, you, your kids should be eating better food." All <laughs> Republicans. I had a woman at my job who drinks a gallon of Pepsi a day. I don't want her telling me how to tell my kid how to. I said, "You know, you should re- really stop drinking that shit." You know, I used to eat, really eat like black women. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, they didn't like her arms either. Look at her arms. Why are her arms that way? I have to say that the, the they you you need to wash your hands for the um, full length of the the song "Happy Birthday," but I just don't have that level of dedication. I yeah, I find it difficult to That's wish a people time. a happy well, birthday the, on Facebook. Well, <laughs> they're just saying at least keep some some type of Puriel or something near you, like you know, like at, at the, the the cigar lounge I go to. Guys are saying, hey, I like man, that you that? go to a cigar, cigar lounge. I mean, you know, guys are dapping and doing all the hand movements and whatever. And you know, and every time after every last one of them, I go, I'm pulling, I go right to my Purell. I'm going to stop by Target today and get some more. I'm leaving it in my bag. 
I, I don't want to get sick. I got sick, but I got sick on the 16th. That shit hit me, and I was woozy. I just sweating like crazy. I'm, you know, all the and you're getting it, it, it really bad when it burns in your chest. Oh God, yeah. You know that cough that you, you know, and so. I finally went in. Thank God I had good medical because I could go to a urgent care and only pay $10 for a, a copay, you know, and I got medication, you know. I mean, this is, I don't think that, you know, uh, what uh, CN, uh, CNN or MSNBC or anything, what they've stated, the information that scares me is guys like Trump when they tell everyone that, and his information was all wrong, you got two experienced doctors sitting there right next to you at the podium you tell them that oh we're going to have a a we're going to have a uh we're going to have the serum and we're gonna have a cure for this in um by the end of the week <laughs> yeah we got this thing taken care of we got about 15 people sick really maybe one or two and they're gonna be fine and we're gonna be back on the deal and everything's cool and don't worry about it. and then here comes the doctor he steps up and says, "Nope, we got death coming. <laughs> nope, and so and so and so and so, and we got it, and we got And he's looking like you, fucking prick. He's sitting behind him, calling him everything. And then here comes the woman, and she backs up what he says. And then Trump walks right back up there and says, "Yeah, so yeah, we're going to get this thing taken care of. Nobody yeah, it's knows. already, I, it's I already. Un- I understand that Pence's plan to combat coronavirus is conversion therapy." <laughs> 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 And the fact oh, that we're wait all a minute. die. Yeah. And the fact that you put I'm so, j- I was joking about well, well, no, it. Sure al- although you're not that far off, you know, <laughs> but, because but, Trump, you know, made him the czar because apparently Jared was busy. Yeah. Uh, but Trump is putting Pence in charge of our coronavirus response and, when he was governor of Indiana and they had a huge HIV outbreak because of the up. opiate uh yeah, uh, epidemic. Uh, he, you know, said, "Well, I don't, I don't think that uh, give, giving uh, users drug paraphernalia is any way to to combat the problem," and oh. and decided that he was going to prey on it. There you go. And look, folks, uh, you don't have a prayer. This is this is kind of the issue. And what the problem is is that we have a government that is more concerned with spreading, uh, controlling the spread of information than they are concerned with controlling the spread of the virus. They, they sent a team of, of the, the folks from uh, ACF, the, the ones who put Mexican kids in jail, uh, the not, you know, mind, but children, the, the cages uh-huh, that, right. that we still have that people seem to have forgotten about because uh, the new crisis du jour seems to take place, but, um, or precedent, if not place. But they, you know, they're, they're trying to channel everything through the vice president's office because for them, it's all about the messaging. It's all about how this is affecting the stock market because it doesn't matter if the world is going to hell. If you can, you know, shine a polish a turd you know just put a shine on it and you know it's really not so bad well i mean really that's that's what this is all about and you know you see it it's it's not 
just here. Trump was just in India where their prime minister, uh, Nandra Modi, is a jackass. spent a shitload of money. Yeah, he's like, you know, as anti-Muslim as Trump. Yep. This is what they're, they're bonding on. Mm-hmm. But he put up walls so that you couldn't see the slums from the highway that Trump was going to be traveling on. And this is the whole philosophy that if you if you don't make the problem go away, just you know put it out of out of sight. Well, wait a minute, no, no, no. On the Muslim thing, while he's making, while Trump is there, okay, they're beating the shit out of Muslims. Oh yeah, they're they riots attack, in the they streets. Were I think in the like streets and everything. He's, they're beating the Muslim on television. You can see them beating them. No, no, no. We're, we're the Muslims. I, I can are just our imagine, like one of one of friends. Trump's, no. you know, associates. Like he's watching this on the news, and and one of uh, Trump's minions uh, tries to explain to him, "No, no. This is a this is a very popular sport in India. They call cricket. <laughs> this is that's yeah. That's why they're beating them with bats. They, mean, they look like boat oars, but they're, they're, they're cricket bats. And that and that you know that as a matter of fact that uh, the, the, you know the problem between uh, Hindus and Muslims goes all the way back to um, uh, Gandhi. You know, it goes back to those times because at the minute that uh, the British, there again, once the British left India, fucking people start changing. And immediately, because they, you know, it's the same with the Hutus and the Tutsis in Rwanda. That problem and was what caused. we're bound to see that, with that, Afghanistan. <laughs> right. You're going to see the same problem because you go over in there and you start fucking with shit and you don't understand everything's been at bay and then you get to messing with it and the next you know we got a problem. And you go, well, it's not our problem anymore. We gave you back your country. It's everything. Yeah, you gave it after, after you fucked us for all this time. Now what do we got? You know, what, what do you have? And you have Hindus and Muslims fighting. You know you know the, what India needs? What's that? They need an infrastructure week. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we, and we they don't that, have that, a cow, that, man. No. <laughs> now, you know, they got all those billionaires in India, right? They're building these massive structures that look like mansions that overlooks the cities and shit, right? Right in the slums. And so you look out, you got all this glass, you look out, you see a guy taking a shit on the street. Yes, this is where they're building their mansions at. Right smack dab. They also have a water problem that they got. They also have a, 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 they have a problem with their trash and, and all their garbage and stuff. They, they Speaking of them. water problems, because I was, I was going to wait until the end of the show uh, when we talked about conspiracy theories and stuff to bring this up. But since, you know, it's, it's vaguely on topic now. So last week, you know, I was talking about uh, the, the potential conspiracy theories about the end times being upon us uh, as, you know, evident in, you know, because we were saying Passover's coming up holiday partially known for commemorating well entirely known for commemorating the exodus of the jews from egypt but uh they left yeah yeah you know they go back for the holidays it's when oh you know speaking of the holidays yeah no, i'm just joking I'm, I, I'm just i'm just using a segue as tenuous as yours was just thank then. you well okay. no so because we were we were talking about uh how the the swarms of locusts in east africa uh, you know, locusts are part of the 10 plagues, part of the Passover story. If uh, if you're not familiar with it and you have a few hours to kill, uh, there's a old Cecil B. DeMille movie, The Ten Commandments, with Charlton Heston and <laughs> Noel Brenner, that will be on TV again soon, uh, right in time for Passover, I'm sure. But um, when, I, when I lived in Israel, uh, 
like a bunch of my friends went to Egypt, like for weekends, insanely cheap, beautiful, like you got to go. And the only time that I would, would have been able to go was during Passover. And I just, I'm like, I, it just seems wrong, uh, in a week where we celebrate getting out of Egypt to go back. So I, I haven't been to Egypt maybe someday, but the relevance with the plagues and everything, uh, we were talking about the locusts in East Africa last week. Well, there are locusts in Pakistan now. And, uh, because thank you, global warming, because of, uh, huge floods, uh, and, and unprecedented rainstorms in Houston, Texas, uh, they are now under a boil order. So we got locusts, we got boils, eight more plagues to go. Oh my God. I know. Jesus. What a way to go. Wonderful times. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I, I again well, no, I, no, I do no. not believe in the conspiracy. So theories. is the plague connected to the mental illness that we have in our society though? Is that, are, are you talking about the Republican Party? Because yeah, you did the, mention CPAC. Yeah, yeah. I mean it's yeah. I want to talk about APAC. We can talk about APAC. Yeah. Um, yeah. How about CPAPs? <laughs> Yeah. I was talking about those earlier this morning. Oh, really? Yeah. The, uh, fact, the fact that Melvaney comes out, I haven't seen this guy. Like, he just comes out from up on the rock. And this guy just comes out and starts spewing, uh, saying that that this is, you know, this is a hoax. Don't pay attention to this. And I was like, you're the same jackass that said, yeah, we do this all the time. Get over it. Yeah, with the quid pro quo. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. Lizard, the lizard people. Am I right? Like, him and Bill Barr, you look at them and you're like, are you... Like I'm, I'm not even joking right now. Like, are they some sort of weird, like lizard? The, yeah, the you like halfway people. expect them, like when when they're testifying in front of Congress, to just like, you know, casually while they're talking into the mic and testifying, just like you know, pull the cover off a little glass box that they've got sitting next to them, take a mouse out and just like swallow the thing yeah. whole while they're testifying, not it's batting like an eye. Weird government takeover by lizard people. Yeah. It's and, I mean, and <laughs> now actually the woman there was a woman on CNN. I, you know, I was able to to fill out my mail in ballot without writing in lizard people for any of the categories. Yeah. So I think I'm getting better. Well, they they had a woman who was on CNN and she was you know during the Nixon trial and they asked her, "Is Trump as bad? What Trump did is it as bad as what Nixon did?" You know, and she said it is worse. She said Nixon, his own people knew he fucked up. And they told him, dude, you're not going to beat this. You've went too far. You got to leave. Whereas Trump's people, Trump has fired every guy that has told the truth. He's fired every dude around him. They even, that, that jackass Kennedy. You seen that guy? The senator? Oh, yeah. From oh, Louisiana. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. All is Joseph going, Kennedy, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. If it's no, going no, John. down. Oh, John Kennedy. If it's going down, you, you over, you over uh, uh, Homeland Security, ain't you? Well, see, that was actually amazing to to see someone who is such a, a Trump brown noser right. actually speaking truth to power, right. like rather than acquiescing and and backing up the company what do you mean line. You don't know the count. You don't know the count. You're over the head, over Homeland now, in, Security. In, in his defense, you. he he is our fifth acting director of Homeland Security. Since and understand that the word is acting. Yeah. I don't have a clue. No confirmation. Right. I, yeah. You're not you, going to do I, You know what? I used to temp. <laughs> and that's that's what these acting directors basically are. They're temps. And as as my friend Drake Witham uh, used to say, he had a great bit about, you know, when you're a temp, you don't care. No. Because you, you don't, don't, care you don't need to. You're not getting paid to care. You don't care, but you also don't need to get 
through HR. Right. You know? That's the whole point. Here, yeah. Right. And you are definitely replaceable. That's another thing he likes. And, and did you well, know? You know we'll just you... hire the doctors that we fired. I'm sure they've just been sitting at home waiting for the phone to ring. Well, you know, the, I mean, you got to think of it. They've also told them they control the narrative. You are not allowed to speak. Yeah, Unless well, that's the point. whole thing of everything going Unless through Unless you Pence. go through Steve. It's, it's all about... <laughs> Stephen Miller's wife. Yeah, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> Can I just say, I... And, oh, I'm sorry. Wait. Oh, God, that was just so terrible. Did you hear what just happened? I said, can I just say, and you always correct me, David, and say, you can say whatever. You yeah, don't need you don't to ask permission. Right. And then after I said that, I said, oh, I'm sorry. And then after I said, oh, look what I just did. Yeah. I, I literally said, ask permission, and then apologize for it me twice in a row. The movement will so, not tolerate you doing that. Not, You're like an, a, just a, a cornucopia of anti-feminist tropes. So I will just say right now that something that I've been thinking about lately, and of course this is something that we all know, but I've just been thinking about it lately uh, regarding political Say what you mean, politi- political power um particularly conservative movement um and how it pertains to health the health of our nation healthcare and now this recent recent soon to be pandemic um interesting to me that uh, a focus on both the importance of getting rid of big government and also um religious zealotry so it's almost like you throw both of those out there and then you pick from each one as yep. needed as you move forward. Do you understand well, uh, what I'm yeah, saying? Well, yeah, as it's written in 2 Corinthians. <laughs> it's very odd. At, at first I thought it was very odd that because those two things really, it, it they don't seem like uh, texts that would, would both be, that, that could kind of like commingle. Right. But the thing is, it's like, it's almost kind of insane because you throw all of it out there and then you just pick from each one as you desire as you move forward no absolutely that's one of the wonderful things about religion is that it allows you to justify almost anything as it suits your needs you know there there is so much scripture there is it's just such an increased potential to take things out of context baptized twice yeah. What? Wait, what? Is this breaking news? Yeah, I got baptized twice. I'm just saying, I'm well, agreeing no. with you. It's just right up there with the reason why I got baptized twice. Yeah, dealing with religion. Yeah. Well, well, what's what's the reason? It didn't help me, but because <laughs> you know, it's just he thinks it'll first, stick. Sometime. First time didn't stick. So no, had to oh, go eight back. then. You're still under it, warranty. Yeah. So. Then I did it again at 27. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, this doesn't have anything to do with anything, but again, on this That's podcast so odd today, for this what, show, what, yeah. Well, it's today, very on brand. Manishtana Hayom Hazat. Why should today be any different than any other? I was at a debate watching party on Tuesday, and a guy told me that Marco Rubio is a focus group Republican, and and that is one of the most genius things I have ever heard. I was just like. Focus. I go. Did you make up that phrase? He goes. Focus group or Republic. I'm like, no. I mean, putting it together. He goes. I think so. I go. Oh my god, you are a genius. Yeah. Focus it, group Republican. Telling someone, it's, calling someone a genius might drive them crazy. <laughs> no, no. Just as long as you don't call them a very stable genius. I think it's yeah. Love we're we're still too. we're still allowed to have geniuses. Yeah, Carol Lennig and who's the guy? I uh, uh, forget his name, but they. I mean, they did a. Re- I haven't read that book. But I mean, I have it on my list of things. But when they did the interview of those two, and I have the, the I think it was two two years they used 
uh, just finding people. They said people were coming out of the woodworks to, to spill their guts about Trump. Huh. They went to tell everything about this guy. You know, and they said, you, you know, I mean, no. See, but here's, all right, here's part of my problem. And this sort of- Oh, here we go. In, well, no, you know, because again, it is all about the messaging. And I don't know if either of you watched uh, Bill Maher last night, but there was this guy on, He's he's been on the show before. He's an idiot, uh, but he's- Got a syndicated radio show uh, named Buck Sexton. Buck? And Buck. he was, uh, so two things he said. One of them uh, particularly relevant to what's going on now because he was, you know, trying to push the the Republican line that the, the mainstream press is just reporting on the coronavirus uh, epidemic, pandemic to make Trump look bad. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's trying to push this line. And he said, and I wrote it down because it was just such a, a audacious quote. I uh, said there there will be accountability. The so, audacity so of quote. Why why are people trying to force it before it's there? Oh, and that sort of strikes me. You know, we use a burning house metaphor on this show more often than I wish we had to. But is is this not in essence? You know, saying. <laughs> Why, why talk about how we should have had insurance and made our house more fire safe by getting rid of, you know, clutter and oily rags? And we'll figure things out after it's done burning down. Why do you want to call the fire department? Why, why do you want to evaluate the performance of what could have been done? Let the house burn down. These are the same people who attacked Obama on Ebola. Yeah. And, and he... Cleaned- well, I, I don't know if you know this, but Obama... He, he was black, yeah. you know, and, and as far as I know, I think he still is. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is a brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he basically, the people, they got on him about who he put in charge, but he told them, you are the reason why I'm putting you in charge because you're going to know to let the experts do what they're supposed to do. That's why you have these doctors here. Let them do their job. Give them everything they need to achieve what we're trying to achieve. And that's all they're saying. The same thing with Trump. Trump is sitting here. You got to shut your fucking mouth and let these doctors tell you. Do we know who you are? We don't need someone to keep propping you up so you can, you know, be in front. Let the doctors step forward and tell all you had to, all Trump had to do is tell them. Uh, this is a serious situation. We are going to take this with seriousness. These are the doctors that's going to handle it. I want to give them everything they need to attack the situation and shut the fuck up. Yeah. By Man, the way, I- just breaking news, which by the time this airs, you know, it'll what? it'll be widespread. But this is just uh, coming in over the Twitter. Apparently, uh, Trump had a press conference this morning at the White House, uh, astoundingly, where he acknowledged the fact that 22 people in the U.S. still low, but. Uh, you know, at least he's up from his rounding down from 15 tactic, uh, but said that 22 people have the the coronavirus and one has died. So, you know what? I'm old enough to remember George W. Bush when Brownie <laughs> was doing a heck of a job. Yeah. Yeah, frightening. It's and you know that's one of the one of the things the uh, the the Washington Post had a story about the the nineteen eighteen Spanish flu epidemic, which a lot of the epidemiologists are saying is the the closest comparison to what could potentially happen. Right. And Washington Post ran a story saying you know that this is all there and Trump hasn't learned from it. 
you don't need to go back to 1918. Look, look back like what Just two months ago well fuck this this very same epidemic look at what happened in china and how it spread and the spread got worse because our our good friend president she decided it was more important to control He's not the, my friend no well that's the the uh, yeah. finger quotes were implied there with the tone sorry katie yeah. uh <laughs> But that he was, you know, more about controlling the spread of information and denying any problems existed. And so, lo and behold, the virus spread. Things got worse because they were more concerned with telling everyone, no worries, nothing to see here. Everything is fine. Move along, people. Also, with those, those dense populations, I mean, they're out. In the sticks, a lot of these places. Well, there they are dense people living in the cities too, yeah, right? But I'm just saying, like, okay, where they built the where they built oh, the hospital yeah. at? I got it, Dave. I know. Uh, <laughs> David is just so pleased with himself right yeah. now. But go on, time and place. Yeah, they, they 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 built a hospital within what did I think two weeks or a, a month? Oh yeah, no, it was like ten days. I yeah, think they built they in built China. A, in China, okay, because those areas where these people are getting sick. They don't have the proper medical. They work the hell out of them in the factories, you know. And, you know, of course, I guarantee you, because they keep saying, well, we don't know how they got it. Yeah, you do. There's something going on in whatever is in their culture or whatever they're eating or something. It's the same thing how we found out that, uh, uh, the, you know, with the, the, whether it would be the bird flu or whether it was dealing with it, something to do with animals. Kind of like how people got malaria, you know? Malaria. The first lady? No. <laughs> malaria Trump. <laughs> She's going to keep going. <laughs> you haven't learned this by now? <laughs> but I see you same. every Saturday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm going to need a scotch. I'm going to need a scotch when I'm done with him. I'm going to need a, a drink. I'm yeah, making sure Dave, I'm going to have a, let's leave a bottle. He's in McKell. rare form today. I'm just going to leave a bottle of McKellen here when I'm done. <laughs> you know, just so. Be like can, a, one of those like Korean bars, you know, yeah. where they have all the. Yeah, we're going to need that. Bottles yeah. with the names on so, them. So, but I'm just saying people got sick with malaria because why? They were all on top of their animals. Okay. And the Africans knew that, hey, if you spread out, you don't get sick because you're not on top of the animals. But when you all on top of each other, you and the animals are going to get sick because you're on because the flies, the gnats, everything starts spreading. It's in your food. It's in your, you're too close. Things have to be spread out. And these people, I guarantee you, they're stacked on top. There's so many of them. They're so stacked on top of each other. They're not getting the proper medical, and you're getting these different viruses. Which which leads to a potential upside of the coronavirus and the, the Republican denials of, of fact. And, you know, let's face it. These, these aren't the brightest people in the world who are, who are supporting uh, Trump and the current Republican Party. So... As the virus is spreading, uh, and you know they haven't figured out exactly how it spreads. You know they do know that it's it's respiratory. Yep. Uh, and they've figured that everyone who contracts it. This is another thing that we keep going back to on this show is the old uh, 
seventies, eighties shampoo commercial. Um, you know, uh, and we figured out what it was, and I have to Google it again. No, no, the one uh, the I told two friends, and they told oh, two yeah. friends, right. and so and that so that woman was patient zero. <laughs> right. Well, that's I was thinking about that this week. That you know, it's I I think the Trump administration once they heard that everyone who contracts the coronavirus tends to give it to two or three people, they're looking at these uh, Fabergé shampoo sales figures from the 70s to see how bad this thing could possibly get. <laughs> well, the, the fact that you, you, you know, and, and here again, and people keep talking about when they were doing the debates and they were talking about socialism and they're talking about being a capitalist. What Trump just proved, the reason that we've said many times on, this, on the show, is that capitalism is not about humanity. And they do not care. He did not care. He was wor- more worried about the stock market than people getting sick. This he is still the same, is. And this is the same guy who you know, takes care of the, the Navy SEAL, but fires the guy who is actually, you know, who went and, and wins a Purple Heart and everything else. You fire him. But you keep the guy who's taking pictures of dead bodies. We keep he's taking well, and murdering the, civilians. And murdering that's, civilians. That's I mean, not, so we, you know, we keep not, him. So he, we, he was only know. convicted of the pictures. Yeah, but he he also kills civilians. Right, and so I mean, this is but they're brown. So you know, yeah, that's cool. Right. But what I was going to say is that the one potential upside of having a pandemic at this time, you were talking about. You know, people in Africa learning, oh, plagues, we should, like, get the fuck away from each other. And so you've got CPAC going on right now. Trump is still having his his Nazi rallies on a fairly weekly basis. So you've got all these things where these ignorant people are coming together and and spending time with each other and, and spreading, hopefully... Potentially, I don't say hopefully. It's uh, you know, but I'm saying if we got to thin the herd, no, I, I think I Trump supporters would be a good place to start. Uh, I just wanted to say something. We were talking about the debate um, that really blew me away when they keep talking about socialism, and when you give a corporation tax-free deal, that's socialism. If you socialism and capitalism, well, Elizabeth Warren has, has been oh, saying this, you know, is well, that I mean, the government believes in socialism, just not for the people, only well, well, for the corporations. Well, that's what I'm saying because socialism and capitalism have always worked together. You can't have social security; that's socialism. But now, if you say you 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 have a freeway, okay, that freeway is socialism, but the cars that ride on it is capitalism. Because you got to go, so you so you got two different. You things. put your chocolate in my peanut butter. Right. You got your peanut butter on my chocolate. Right. We have always. It has always. I did. It, it, it has always <laughs> worked together. You say, okay, I want private school. Okay, that's capitalism. Okay, public school, socialism. But guess what? You still got to have it. We're all. I mean, because everybody can't afford this. For, we created for instance, it. I say potato. <laughs> You, you say, on the other hand, you say potato. <laughs> I was going to say sweet potato, but hey. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm also old enough to remember. Welcome to Carnival Cruises in the evening, in the morning. Ain't we got fun? Yeah. Not much money, oh, but honey, ain't we got fun? Yeah. You know, it's it would be interesting to track like the 
the business model of Carnival Cruises because, yeah, I definitely remember that ad. And then was it Carnival? <laughs> One of the cruise lines a few years ago was using Iggy Pop. Uh, oh, yeah. Lust for Lust Life in their yeah, ads. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, how do we get from we yeah. got fun to Lust for Life? My first my first uh, cruise was on uh, Carnival. And I went to the, at the Labor Day cruise, the Ensenada. Great singles cruise. Got faded, got laid. Hey, great times. Yeah. Oh, you were a you were a guest. I just went by myself. Oh, right. No, I didn't know if you were referring like because I know you were uh, doing comedy on the cruise yeah, ships yeah, for this, a while. yeah, yeah. But that was my first, uh, yeah, even well, I should say even uh, when I was performing, I was still able to, you know, service to other people. But yeah, but yeah, but uh, you're, not, you're not supposed to. But hey, you know, I was just on a cruise. I got back on Sunday. Oh no, kidding! How was it? It was fantastic. But let's not you, talk about that. We let's get back to. Uh, so, but although, wait, let, let's talk about it just for a second, only because, uh, you know, we've been It was a princess the, cruise. We've been talking, wow. hey, Where'd love, you go? Uh, Mexican Riviera. Anymore. Oh, cool. Cabo San Lucas and Mazatlan and right. Puerto Vallarta. Mm -hmm. Wow. The love boat. Highly recommend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Soon we'll anyway. Um, yeah. So it is the love boat, I haven't, princess cruise. Yeah, and I haven't, I haven't been on a cruise. Uh, like I went on one, and it was. Um, let's just say no bueno. Uh, okay. Overall, I mean, it was it was fun, but it was yeah. There were there's so many, so much to unpack there. We're not even going to get into it. Okay. But these days, you know, it seems like you hear more about, you know, uh, what's the uh, not the hantavirus that was from the rats in the warehouses. Um, what's the one that a lot of people on cruises? And anyway, the the question I'm asking. Uh, because you you got a family, you got a you got a kid, yeah. Uh, so I'm sure you're thinking on stuff is, I would say, more careful than someone like me. But um, yeah, was was that part like risk I, assessment in terms of cruise viruses? No, uh, you 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 know you hear about. Uh, a plane crash. You don't hear of any of the thousands and thousands of flights that take off and land safely every day. But you know they this do. They do. They do say like right now, a cruise would not be good to take. You can take a flight. You can take a flight. Ooh, discounts for me. But don't take a cruise. <laughs> you know, don't go on a cruise because the you know they're just having so many issues with and and people are coming from all these different foreign lands and. You walk on the ship or wherever, and you don't know where these people have been. You don't know what they've been around. It reminds you of when uh, I don't know if you ever watched. Uh, I the, feel the, the, similarly at the Grove, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you go to the mall. You don't know who these people are. No, but it, it, you it, don't it, know where it, they've been. No, you see them walking out of the bathroom I'm, without washing their hands. I'm old enough to remember the United Colors of Benetton. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a there's a documentary. A I dated a girl who worked at Benetton when I was working at the coffee bean at the mall back in high school. There, there was yeah. a uh, documentary called Guns, Germs, and Steel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's and, a book. Yeah, read, it's a book. I read it. Right. And you talk about how Cortez showed up and, you know, and the, the Indians were dropping like flies because they brought germs. Right. It wasn't that the fact they were just killing. They brought germs because guess what? They slept next to their animals. They were always around and they were bringing disease and they were fine. But the Indians like, "Hey, what the hell is this shit?" You know? And that's like we still have indigenous people who live in Brazil in these jungles and that you are not allowed to go near them because you would kill them. Although there there are cultures that, you know, think Americans are nuts because we actually have dogs in our houses. 
Uh, you have people like me that think other people are nuts because they have cats in their houses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, I, you know, there's the cultural norms. But, yeah, it all it takes is one, you know, explorer to come in and fuck everything up. Right. But they, they, like, there was a guy, he was, I, he was which a Which is a failed he, slogan for the uh, Ford Explorer. <laughs> well, it was bad because this one, this one white dude tried to go, and, and he tried to go to the Indians. They were off, I think they were near... Either uh, some island off of India or someone, but it was a, a, this, oh a, yeah yeah yeah. And he was the, a Christian, uh, the Christian missionary. Yeah, and they hit him with a spear. As soon as he got close enough, you know, I was like, dude, we told you, leave us alone. We See, do not want you without around us without because- harping on the the whole issue and going back to it. That that's like one of my issues with cruises <coughs> is you're basically going to a hotel that you cannot leave. No. You know, I mean, yeah, there are shore excursions, but it's like there is there is nowhere on a cruise uh, for for me time. Right. No. I'd i been on two cruises before, and that's exactly how I felt. But this time, I feel like I m- maybe just kind of gave in in a cult like uh, in a cult like way. And but uh, you, you maybe, drank, maybe you drank the Kool Aid at, yeah. at one of the many Kool Aid so, buffets. So, yeah. so let me let me ask you guys. I had a so, balcony, so maybe that oh, made nice. all the yeah. difference. To be oh, that to does be make a big difference. I think it made yeah. all the difference. Yeah. Uh, now, during the uh, debates... Um, yeah, can we talk the, about the, this? Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, and today, today is the uh, South Carolina primary. Right. Yep. What are you, what's, what's your feeling on Joe, uh, Bernie? They attacked Bernie. They, they were lighting Bernie up. You know, Bernie's like, hey, they're talking about me, you know. and uh, I must be popular. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I'll get you know. in. <laughs> <laughs> You remember that one, Katie? <laughs> Wait, what? The ant in the yardvark? No. Uh, oh, my God, questions. Katie. Oh. Uh, we're we're going to have to have a little meeting after class. Okay. Oh, my God. You, oh, it's hilarious. And he does the voice. As soon as I heard him do it, I was like, oh, that was one of my favorite cartoons. You know, and, and you're the first guy I've ever heard do the damn voice. But anyway, so I'm sitting there watching. You know, I'm, I'm known for my irrelevant impressions. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, uh, what's her name? Um... um not Amy. I, I, Amy Komashar. Well, Amy Komashar. Komashar irritates me because it's I, 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 and I, and I did this, and I, I. I'm like, oh God, yeah. I just don't want to hear you, you know. But then Elizabeth goes, you know, her thing is she's spending too much time attacking Bloomberg, okay? Because my only, my only, uh, I, I get Bloomberg, okay? I get him, you know. Like we said, everybody's got some baggage. In there, in there, you know, he did the stop and frisk. Basically, all he did was extend what Rudy's rotten ass, Rudy Giuliani, started. Rudy started that shit. It wasn't from Bloomberg; just continued it. And uh, but the guy did build himself up. Okay, now did he fuck? You know, as many people have done study, which guys who have begotten, uh, who became billionaires, have they fucked up? They stood on the shoulders of the poor people in order to get where they are? Yes, they did. Well, it's not the their shoulders, it's the standing on their necks right. that I think is what bothers right. people. Just had to add some extra, didn't you? Uh, just- well, I mean, it's, you know, because it's it's not adding extra. It's it's a difference. You know, it's one thing to like, you know, push people down in order right. to put your, pull yourself up, but it, it's another thing entirely to like, Fuck with them, you know, to, right. to break the ladder on your way well, up so that no one else can follow. So we, we ended up finding, they brought up a good point. I don't know if you guys saw this. That once the Supreme Court got involved into our elections, that is when everything changed for corporations getting involved. And that's when the thing, because before that, before they brought in 
uh, the super PACs and all the stuff here, our corporate corporations were not involved. You didn't have as many lobbyists in. Are you talking but about the, Citizens United or, uh, or that, well, well, or the I'm talking about how, how the Supreme Court changed the laws that enabled for corporations and all this money to start coming in and they start buying these elections. You weren't able to buy elections in the 60s and the 70s. You this was straight our parents Except getting Except at the end of Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. Uh, you remember when you used to do that? Uh, when it ended with the shopping spree? It's like, and everyone uh, bought for the $500, I'll take the ceramic dog. Yeah. And for $3 billion, I'll buy the Democratic primary. And uh, I'll take the rest on a service merchandise uh, gift certificate, Pat. Yeah. So you were, you were really able to put more... It was mostly, you know, your voice... The, you know, what people say, oh, you got to vote, you got to vote. That's when, you you know, it's like one of the guys was saying to me, you know, why isn't, uh, um, you know, uh, you know, one of the guys was talking about black people getting, you know, you know, we, we could, you know, we could take over Georgia, we could do, I said, you know what, that's been done. That was called segregation. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. And black people had their own towns and they had everything. And I said, then guess what? They either got burned down or guess what? Integration came, and nobody wanted to be in a predominantly black neighborhood anymore. They wanted to be with the white folks. And guess what? It went away. And all those towns end up closing. And all those businesses end up closing. Okay, so, you know, it's, it's, we knew back then that our parents were voting. Their votes were counting. And now, then we got Supreme Court involved in the Supreme Court. And one of the guys was talking about this. He said, because I always wanted to know, how did they get in there? How did we get to where there was more, all this money started getting into our vote, in, into the voting? And it was the Supreme Court changed the laws. He said, and he said, I think it was in the, either in the 80s, I don't know which president brought them in. But once they got in to allow to where you can start bringing all that corporate money, boom, we were done. Um, as far as the most recent debate goes, um, I actually think that um, Elizabeth Warren handled her attacks masterfully. I think she went after Bloomberg with a machete, oh, sure. and she went after Sanders with a scalpel. Mm-hmm. That opening that she had was insane the way she she knows that she can't go attack bernie head on but she did say and there i am saying bernie as opposed to sanders by the way if that guy's name had been bill sanders or bob sanders he wouldn't be anywhere near as popular as he is because there is a degree of campiness surrounding his candidacy see i think it's it's for you know everyone uh, in the Sesame Street generation, because uh, Bernie kind of comes off as like the portmanteau of the relationship hey, of Bert and Ernie. So, oh. you know, it's sort of like the uh, the Benefer kind of you know how people like to do that with celebrity couples. They'll I had they'll never do like a little. I just think it sounds like kind of a name. fun like kind of like campy. Yeah, Bernie's your pal, like Bernie. Bernie. Hey, it's weekend like, of Bernies. I, I He's really already down for weekends. I really did like what Warren, because as quiet as it's kept, there's a lot of black women who want to vote for Elizabeth Warren because they like the fact that, you know, she's standing up for women. She's going out. And you're right. She cut. I mean, Bloomberg didn't see that shit coming. 
it was as, as, he could have just turned around and allow her to just haul off and kick him in his nuts because she did kick him square at his balls and he did she did oh, not she let stomped up. on him and ground yeah, her I mean, foot you know, it was, and, it was and, beautiful and so and what she's doing I mean Wall Street doesn't want her because she's going to cut it up she's going to get rid of Zuckerberg damn sure don't want her because they're going to shut him down wait a minute are you suggesting that she is going to continue in her career long history of actually working for the people instead so of the corporation so is Bur- oh wait he hasn't actually done yeah a- actually see, and implemented any kind of pro- progressive agenda see that's that's one of the things that Stupid. you know uh god maybe a month ago or so uh, the washington post did a thing where you know they had interviewed based on interviews and conversations with all the candidates series of 20 questions you answer and it tells you which candidate you're policy wise most aligned with and for me you know a lot of people like to say well you know elizabeth warren is like you know bernie sanders light and it's like well if by light you mean you know effective uh there yeah i guess there's that but yeah i'd like because she was my number one which I kind of already knew going in. Uh, I was surprised, though, by how far down my list Bernie was. Well, but now, now the thing is, Tom Steyer remember, was my remember, winner. Remember, he was were, he was tied with with. Remember, you Elizabeth were stating how she used a scalpel on on uh, uh, Bernie because Elizabeth let Bernie know, "I'm a capitalist. Don't get it twisted." I do believe in everything. I, I'm letting you know that this fucker, Bloomberg and his boys, have been fucking the American people. I'm a capitalist. I have no problem with you becoming rich. I have no problem with you op- opening up a business. You can get as rich as you want. But do not screw the American people to get your agenda apart. You're not making it fair. You've gotten rid of the middle class. Okay, the middle class, as long as that American's able, and I always say this, can go and buy him a house and send this kid to school. When we find out in our that that the that the these Hollywood stars and other businesses, other guys who uh, who are in these corporations are paying thousands of dollars to get their kids in these major universities and lying about grades and getting shit fixed, this is moving the goalpost. This is the reason why people hate rich folks because you got poor people doing exactly what you told them to do and then you and then all of a sudden somebody moves the goalpost i'm about to cross the goal line my kids but that but they got this guy you don't play volleyball you don't play water polo you haven't even i mean and then you know you're wondering why you're going to jail fuck that you should be all you should be going to jail right because you told everyone they can pay someone uh like five thousand dollars to get into a better jail yeah but uh, <laughs> time and but this is this is the this is what it boils down to with our problem this with our mess in the Democratic Party right now. Anyone who is anti-capitalism is a fucking moron, and I mean that in the sense of um, capitalism being the most effective driver mm-hmm. of an economy. I mean, at its purest sense purity test anyone <laughs> no but i mean it's purest it, you know you take that water that that uh, mug that you're drinking out of you make them you sell it to me mm-hmm. you charge more to me than it costs to make it that's an exchange that's an exchange that 
powers an economy. Right. Okay, that being said, there is nothing about capitalism that has a conscience. Right. At all. Well, and that's where regulation comes in. And that's where you put your fucking society's boot on the neck of it. Mm Mm-hmm. And make sure that it doesn't get out of control. But anyone who is like anti-capitalism, which by the way, I get it because in a way I find it very disturbing and very upsetting and depressing for relationships to be ba- to be purely transactional. Right. That makes me sad. Right. But to deny that capitalism is the greatest driver of an economy is moronic. And that's what I'm seeing from these Sanders people. Right. It is driving me up the fucking wall. We can't, like, like and same with our prisons and, and everything, okay? You cannot, if you commit a crime, don't screw the guy over, but make it like, let's go to Roger Stone. Roger Stone, when they, when they put out of how much time he was supposed to do, that met the standards the standard was seven to nine years. They didn't screw him, as Trump tried to say, okay? But our legal system has let us down because somebody's suffering because you're pushing private prisons, you're screwing over uh, uh, you know, people of color when they look up and they say, oh, wow, now we're going to get into the marijuana business. Oh, shit, you got a guy doing 50 years because he got caught with a big-ass bag of weed. But now it's okay to sell. Yeah, you got to let him out. But then again, you got to watch who you let out. You just can't let out people because you you think they should, because they're saying, oh, we're too hard on crime. No, if you are a criminal, and I work in law enforcement, if you commit a crime, your, your ass, black, white, whatever you are, you need to go to jail because you don't need to be on the streets. I'm not saying screw you, but hey, you know, you should get uh, uh, the time that is put down. Do I believe in, in the three strikes law? No, I think that was some bullshit because who got screwed? If I get out of jail and I'm, I'm, a, I'm already a felon, I'm having a problem getting back into society. Okay, I can't vote. Okay, what is that? That's the new Jim Crow. That is what the new Jim Crow is because you have set it up. I cannot get back into society. All right, you can't, and we have a mental well, illness you, you problem. Know, you just have to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. <laughs> yeah. By the way, bootstraps now illegal. Yeah. <laughs> um, I need to amend what I said about capitalism. I think part of a civilized society and a a, a a robust and fair society, even though capitalism is the driving should be the driving economic force, um, I do believe that it that. That kind of that that kind of system has no place in prison system, right. in my opinion. News, unfortunately, mm-hmm. uh, and healthcare. healthcare. Yeah, right. uh, these are these are things that that are that need to be taken care of by society and and public dollars and campaigns. Right. But I mean, when you start, but see that that's the thing. <laughs> We we it's capitalism just, it was starting to turn into the uh, the Steve Martin uh, opening of the jur- or not the opening but uh, you know all I need is is this chair that's all I need and and this and, ashtray that's and, and, and this chair and this ashtray that's that's all I and and this remote control <laughs> and this paddle yeah, ball game okay. that's you, all you I need you make a good point but no you I make t- a good point but you I I think those those are four great places to start uh, with prison reform, healthcare, education, and campaigns. But, but, but see, the, the problem is, and, and mind you, on its face, capitalism looks beautiful. But when you inject, you know, 
gender biases, racism, okay? You're injecting all this shit which clogs it up, and then guess what? You don't, people say, oh man, I'm not white privileged. I don't want to hear this white privilege shit, but dude, you are getting over. Okay, because yeah, oh, black, no, no, no. black folks have not created, we didn't create racism. We wanted no, what anybody- but you caused it. Yeah, just showing up, <laughs> you know, you know. And you know we, like, hey, just, 90% of success is just being there. Right. So, you know. I mean, so you're, and so <laughs> when women say, okay, I want equal rights, that you had to fight to, to, to vote. You had to fight to get eight hours just to work eight hours. If not, I'd, we'd still be working 24-hour days. And, you and they're get still anything. getting, what, what is it, 72%? 72 cents, yeah. Right. I mean, so when people ask for certain things, you had to get through this. And guess what? Call a spade a spade. Fuck. White well, boy. Don't you do that. Well, you know, white dudes <laughs> have always been at the top of the food chain. And then oh, they yeah. get pissed off when someone calls them on it. And the only reason why people are, you know, when Trump started uh, 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 excusing all these different crimes that these guys had committed, Michael Milken and all these, dude, I have no feeling for you. Michael Milken was a junk bond king. He stole four, He stole $600 million. Ivan Boski stole $450 million. These guys constantly cheat, and that's the problem. Even if you set capitalism up to look as beautiful as it is, Stop cheating. Well, right. the thing about capitalism is it it is great, but it is not a cure-all. It's no. not for everything. It does it can't be allowed to run amok. It you know, you do need regulation, you do need checks on it. And the reason is is because like everything else in this world, at least that isn't nature, it is man-made and man-maintained. And it is humanity and human nature that's the problem. It's right. it's the greed. And so you do need people who are going to be responsible to keep things in check. On the topic of keeping things in check, because we you know we started talking about the debates and and <coughs> Super Tuesday, which uh the rest of the year uh is disguised as mild-mannered weekday Clark Tuesday. But Super Tuesday is coming up. <laughs> See even that one. Stop. <laughs> you like that one. Yeah. Uh, that stop, by the way, was spelled S T A H P. Oh, it was an internet stop. 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 <laughs> but I'm I'm seeing a lot of similarities uh, in the Bernie Sanders campaign and the external forces around it that we saw in 2016 or 2015 leading up to the 2016 election, you know, you're especially, you know, leading up to today's primary in South Carolina where they have open primaries mm -hmm. and there's a Republican operation called operation chaos. And then, uh, Trump was even talking about this at his last Nazi rally, uh, that they're encouraging Republicans to vote for Bernie in the Democratic primaries because they think they can beat him. They think he's, you know, as as they like to say, a nothing burger. And I, you know, I didn't advocate this back in 2015, but you saw a lot of people on the Democratic side kind of doing the same thing about Trump. Oh, yeah, like, let's get Trump in there as the Republican candidate because there's no fucking way he can win. We're going to walk away with this thing. And, I mean, if if Bernie Sanders does wind up getting the nomination, I will vote for him because it'll still be better than Trump. But I, am I crazy in seeing this, that the similar, it's basically, you know, no, no. like the, we're switching it's like the uh in in 
professional wrestling. I don't have you a- know when when the face turns heel, when the good guy turns into a bad guy. And I'm not saying good guy, bad guy in terms of Bernie Sanders. Um, happily said, you know Trump is a bad person. But in terms of the tactics, well, Bloomberg came out and stated that the Russians want Bernie to win. Okay, and my thing is the guys get they're 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 voting for him. Okay, just like they voted for him, you know, three three four years ago in 2016, they you know they voted for this guy. Okay, obviously there's something about what he's saying is resonating with people, and that is what the, he's not buying anyone. He's not doing the Bloomberg thing. Okay, these are people getting out. They're voting, which is what we always say: get out and vote. Okay, mm-hmm. then you got either but not, not like that though. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's like they're coming out. And yes, he's giving the, the, uh, the old uh, Ice T album, Freedom of Speech, just watch what you say. Right. Right. There's yes. a lot of stuff going on right now regarding this election that is just scrambling my brain. There's just too much input, just too much going on. I have to tell you that the idea of Republicans being encouraged to vote in the Democratic primary to vote for Bernie because he's the weakest candidate, that doesn't even fall on my radar screen. I don't. I actually don't necessarily believe that Bernie Sanders is the worst candidate to take on Trump. I actually have no opinion no, on well, that. And there was a there was a Fox News poll released this week. I don't know if you saw that I Trump did. was like going batshit on Fox saying they, they have the worst polls. Yeah. But it showed Biden uh, first and then yeah, Sanders every, a close second. Pretty, I think it was everyone who was on the uh in the last debate except for Steyer was listed in the in the Fox and, News poll. Really, but they, uh, everybody including Amy Klobuchar, beat Trump, according to a Fox News poll. Speaking of Steyer, Steyer, really, Steyer does not care. Steyer doesn't want to win. Steyer wants Trump gone, and he will do whatever it takes to get him out. And Bloomberg, that. and Bloomberg the same way. Bloomberg stepped in saying, look, dude, so I don't want Bloomberg. I, don't, I think there's more ego involved, and sure, it's partially he, because he has held political office as the mayor of New York. But he also wants to put his. He's already stated, yeah. "I will put my money behind anybody who's running." I want this moron, this dude. Let me tell you, there are, there are Republicans. There are Republicans who can't stand this guy because he is a danger to right. our state. He is making us look like a mocker. You're making America. You thought Bush and, and and Cheney was fucked up. He's making Bush and Cheney look like fucking gods. Yeah. These guys, I mean, you know, I mean, they call Cheney fucking Darth Vader. This dude is like a combination. He, he makes of, Bush Jr. look like, dare I say, a very stable genius. Right. I mean, so they want they want him gone. Even the Koch brothers well, were saying, but, so, dude, I can't take no more of this but shit. But getting back to the Democrats, though, and, and Bernie Sanders, because I think this is this is sort of important. You know, and Katie, you're talking about, like, all the shenanigans, for lack of a better term. I can't get into the shenanigans. Yeah. Saint, I don't have the Saint bandwidth. Pat's is coming up. You know, let's, <laughs> let's talk about shenanigans. Uh, it's more than just a restaurant with a bunch of crap on the walls. Um, <laughs> not. <laughs> yeah, I did. But... You know, a lot of people are talking about the the Democratic Party and the superdelegates and stuff. And so, Timon, you were just saying a minute ago, you know, about people who are voting for Bernie in the primaries that, you know, everybody said, you know, get out and vote. And so now they are. And there are some people in the Democratic establishment that are upset about that. Yeah, like I was saying, the yeah, no, please go vote, but not not like that. 
And so there are people who are, we're already talking about, is it going to be a contested convention? Are, uh, is the democratic party establishment, uh, basically embodied by Tom Perez, the DNC chair and Nancy Pelosi, the speaker of the house and democratic stalwart hero, dare I say, but is the establishment going to Stop move the goalpost and word. change the rules? Well, it's, I, I think if, if they do something in that direction, then they have earned the title. If they don't, if they recognize that as fucked up and tainted as it may be, if the will of the people is that Bernie Sanders should be the democratic nominee in 2020 and they work against that, I, you know, then it, it, you know it, it, it is it is an establishment problem I'm, in I'm my sh- mind. I'm, sh- I'm you know what? Guess what hasn't come up? Him being Jewish, or be even Bloomberg being. Isn't That's interesting. That is interesting. They have not to brought me. the remember it because remember for years me. in our in our established well in our <laughs> I was going to say it in our in our uh, 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 voting or you know elections. It used to be a strike against you if you were Muslim or if you were Jewish. You know, it was till Obama came along, black. But you know, can still you, is you, if you're a woman. Yeah, but so, but guess what's changing? You have two Jewish guys. That really sit, is surprising to me. Two yeah. sitting there, and one, you know, like I said, he worked his way up. You know, a uh, uh, blue collar family. You know, worked his way up. You got also Bernie worked his way up. Been in the fight for years. But it's going to come down for me. I mean, I, I haven't seen them bring that up, but it's going to come down for you either. Uh, uh, I know people want Joe Biden because he had a connection to Obama and everybody's getting the black vote. But they're, they're, they need to understand. It's not it's not the same brother that was out there years ago when our parents with my parents voting Democrat they're going to vote for something different. You have that highly educated brother out there, that you have that highly educated sister out there who's like a Michelle Obama or somebody, and they will probably vote for Elizabeth Warren, or they may vote for, they might, there are a lot of blacks out there who are gay and want, they're going to vote for Buttigieg. That, you know, See, I read an interesting article. Bloomberg? Bloom, they, they, and the, they do like Bloomberg because Bloomberg has, bla- has backed black businesses. Those those some those uh, uh, commercials they're resonating with people and it's not a bad idea and he he knew what he was doing he's got the money to do it because that's you know they can say he's buying the whatever but the one thing I will say if Bloomberg is the guy he is a true billionaire that can tell Trump guess what I ran a one of the biggest cities for three was how long, how long was he in office. Uh, three terms. Three mm-hmm. terms for three. How long is three? Twelve terms? years. Twelve years. Twelve years. I was over the <laughs> over the largest uh, city in the United States. Okay, I dealt with nine eleven. Or was it? Was it? Did yeah, he was post. I mean, Rudy was mayor during. He cleaned it up. He cleaned it up. Okay, he has. He understand. He has what twenty thousand workers under him. Okay, he he is a true billionaire, and the guy is not an idiot. He really doesn't need any money. You won't have to pay him. All you got to do is all he's there. I just need you gone because you're making this country look like we're fucking clowns. You're a clown. You, your kids, that fucking wife of yours who... (laughs) Malaria? Yeah, malaria, (laughs) who stole Michelle Obama's speech. 
yet you talk about her like shit, and then all of a sudden you steal her speech. You you know, and it's just be best. Yeah, you know. Time and one thing that I do, another thing that I do not have the bandwidth for What's is that? listening to these thing the, to people crying out. He's a billionaire and he's buying the election. Well, no shit. Okay, the 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 election is going to get bought either by someone with their own fucking money or someone who raises money through super PACs. Do I like it? No. But stop being a fucking baby and acknowledge the reality of our political and, and remember, system and our election remember system. Remember Warren and Change all those guys are, are millionaires. It. I mean, it's quiet, it's kept. It's gross, I know. They are millionaires. The only one up there that's not a millionaire is Buttigieg. But all of them got money. They're all, they've all made money from being in politics. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. People actually make money <laughs> occasionally when they're good at their jobs. Oh, excuse me, have you heard about Crooked Hillary? I have not. I I, I believe <laughs> yeah. they're playing at the Orpheum later this week. Uh, oh, P.S. I, I think it's kind of interesting that um, you know I was writing articles about Hillary Clinton in 2016, and throughout 2016 and 2017. I was called uh, a cunt and a bitch uh, because I was writing about that cunt and bitch. And the reason why these people were not misogynists, they just understood what a cunt and a bitch was, um, is because, hey, Elizabeth Warren, love Elizabeth Warren. Well, guess what? Now Elizabeth Warren is a cunt and a bitch. Isn't that funny, everybody? Ha! Hey, it's, I wonder if they're going to come the out with those new... It's evolution. I they're going to come out with those dolls that they had. They were... Uh, they were nut crushers, but you know they have this a Hillary Clinton doll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you yeah. could crush. So I wonder if they come out with that. Uh, those are actually, you know, they should buy those. Some I mean, people yeah. found that offensive, but I actually found it kind of amusing. Why would they find that doll Just offensive? Just that it's like a, it was Look, like, whatever. You guys need you to know. get over it. Look, I'm, I'm telling you, it, you know, the, 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 I, yeah, know. I, I think that Elizabeth Warren is is great. I mean, I'll take, I'll take her. I'll take in, like I said, I'll take, I'll take Bernie. Anybody mm-hmm. that's going to, because guess what? He can't do it on his own. And at least Bernie will have sense enough so to, to, that, to listen to the people around him. That brings me to our final uh, actual point <laughs> that I wanted to talk about. I, there's a couple other things that I'm it's sure we'll potentially road. get to. But uh, one of the concerns that you're hearing a lot of people talk about uh, is if Bernie Sanders does get the nomination, how is this going to affect the down ticket races? And... The way I see it is, you know, and you you look at, you were saying the advertising thing earlier, you look at what Bloomberg and Steyer are doing with their money and mm-hmm. how they're spending it, and it is getting the messaging out there, right. which leads to them pulling extremely well, or at least well enough to get into the debates. So we know there's at least two guys that are willing to fork over a shitload of money to, right. to get the messaging out. So let's say Bernie Sanders does get the nomination. What would prevent the Democratic National Committee or any other Democratic-aligned PACs, capital D Democratic, uh, with getting the messaging out there that it is that much more important for people to get out and vote? And if, you know, if you if you don't like Bernie Sanders. There's still plenty of other things to vote on. Sure. And you can go out to the polls and, you know what? Vote blue no matter who. Vote Bernie. But let's give, because we know that 
if, and it's a big if, and I'm not a religious man, but knocking on wood here, if the Democrats are able to retain the House and take the Senate in 2018, they are not, and if Bernie Sanders wins, let's say this all happens just for the sake of this hypothetical. Takes the White House? Takes the White House. Maybe paints it. Gives a new coat of paint, a little something, makes it a little more accessible to the people. At $27 a piece, we can do this. Uh, but so we know that a Democratic Congress is not going to fall into lockstep behind Bernie the way the Republicans have with Trump. Mm-hmm. We know they're still going to serve as a check on the executive office and basically as, as the conscience of the people. As they should. As, as they should. So, and this is going back to, you know, what I was saying earlier about the quote-unquote establishment being opposed to Thank Bernie Sanders the getting quotes. the nomination. You're welcome. Uh, but if he gets the nomination, because that is what the majority of the Democratic voting population wants, why not just change the messaging to, okay, folks, this means the down ticket races are that much more important. I I am not a fan of Bernie Sanders' candidacy, um, and I don't find him to be, the reason why I don't, I dislike him is that I find him to be ineffective. That being said, I do not understand these, this, this, this hysteria around him being the nominee, which is really nice for me because it takes a burden off of me because I don't need to play some bullshit chess game in my mind trying to figure out what candidate I need to vote for to make sure that we have someone that I perceive that based on three outlier polls that I saw is going to be able to beat Trump and then get the down ticket, you know, Democrats elected. My conscience is clear. I will vote for the candidate who I think would make the best president. I do not have this crazy fear about Bernie Sanders getting the nomination. I simply don't care in that respect. I think he, I think any of them will be fine. Quite frankly, he's my last choice, but if people vote for him because they're his, they're because they're their first choice, then he's their first choice. Then that's fine. Okay. Yeah, if well, peanut well, butter cookies are the last dessert left on the buffet, still can eat them because mm-hmm. cookies, dessert. I, well, uh, you know, if you oatmeal raisin for the win, by the way. If you if you think about it, uh, um, <laughs> raisins with him getting the you know if if they believe that this it it was brought upon it was brought upon because of what we're seeing that's in office, okay, and you're seeing all the different things that are happening. I think, though, as you made your point earlier, uh, Katie, about Elizabeth Warren being, you know, she went with a scalpel on Bernie. She said, a lot of, I, I like a lot of what Bernie's doing. I just don't like the way he's doing it. Yep. Okay. Because mm-hmm. she's still telling you, I'm a capitalist. So capitalism stays. She's telling you that. I'm not trying to take that. I'm not a problem with you getting rich. I have a problem with the way you're getting rich by screwing the American public. That's my problem. And if that's that's what I want more to come out of. And that's what it's, you know, hopefully if it's down to Bloomberg or because I don't hear that from Joe Biden. 
Biden's still trying to find the black vote and the blah, 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 whatever. My thing is, you need the black vote, true enough. But uh, Bloomberg is telling you, as a businessman, dude, we are not going to go back. True, I need socialism. I know I do. But capitalism is going to be on top. Yes, I need to tax the shit out of these goddamn guys who guys who have $28 trillion sitting in offshore accounts. These billionaires, that's what we've been allowed to do by having Republicans and different people who have not checked these people. That's what you're going to get if Warren gets in office. Because Warren's going to, if they just did a transi- transitional tax, you could clean up all your, prov- your poverty problems, your infrastructure, See, all these different things. This is one of the things that I think, and sort of tying everything together. One right. of the things that I, I just can't help but admire the, the bliss <laughs> that must come out of the ignorance uh, from being a Republican. But 2%, not talking about the milk, just the the figure. And not talking about coronavirus. Well, actually I am. Oh. Uh, Because when it comes to the Republican viewpoint, 2% of a a 2% fatality rate for the coronavirus, that's not much. That's nothing. Coronavirus is going to in one way or another it's something that is going to affect everybody you know unless you're howard hughesing it you know and not interacting with people at all mm-hmm. he's talking you, about feces and house. jars friends well, uh, you know do with it what you will okay. maybe you'll have indoor plumbing but the, the point being that if you leave your house yeah. these days you are potentially at risk of contracting the coronavirus as you are of contracting anything there's plenty of things out there it's it's the kind of world we live in so that is something that could affect all of us two percent fatality rate in the minds of republicans eh, nothing it's two percent it's nothing two (laughs) now when you talk about elizabeth warren's plan to tax billionaires on two percent or to tax them two percent on any income over $50 million, which most people not going to have $50 million. So you really don't need to worry about it. Then that 2%, that is, that is horrible. Right. That is socialism. That is, that is taken away. That is redistributing. Well, actually, yes, it is. And that's not a bad thing, but this is, this is one of the things that I love about Republican hypocrisy. 2% that could potentially affect everybody in a negative way eh, nothing two percent that's going to affect the one percent interesting major major problem but major problem when you measure that when you measure the the coronavirus to the flu it's actually 20 percent of death that will come to your ass when well, Trump correct. tried. When Trump it's tried twenty to, times, it's yeah, the, the, yeah, when Trump tried the fatality to, rate of the flu is point one to point two percent. And so when the guy well, said to versus, him, he said, "Dude, that's twenty percent. That's a lot compared to what this thing is doing to people." And also, well, let's just round it down from the fifteen right. people who and have it. And the fact that more poor Republicans want to carry the water buckets for the billionaires drives me crazy. It's like, dude, you don't understand. What they're doing does not help you. It will never help you. You've all you keep voting for something that's not helping you. 
And you say, I don't want no goddamn uh, uh, Obamacare, or I don't want but, the public schools, or I don't want... The, don't touch my Medicaid. Don't touch my Medicaid. And it's like, fucker, that's socialism, you jackass. One of the most vile things, and there have been many, many vile things, but honestly, one of the most immoral in, in, a, in, a, in a way was that tax cut. I when that was when that pushed forward, I was just I seriously was felt gutted, disgusted right. that this money is being taken from us and given to these people. It's it it just it it's so vile and disgusting. They've talked to homeless people, <clears throat> homeless people on the street. They still love Trump, and they're they see is it, dude. They're not even giving you anything. Which goes back to what you were saying earlier. It's a problem of mental health. Yeah. So uh, we we are out of time. Well, we're past that. Uh, But I do want to end with one, not so much a conspiracy theory, but just something that kind of crossed my mind this week that I wanted to share. Because I, I don't read the tabloids, but... You know, you go to the supermarket, you you see them on the stands, you see the covers, you see what that audience is is interested in and concerned with, and of course uh, the the whole uh, as as they're calling it, Megxit, uh, the the Harry Prince Harry and Meghan leaving the royal family, mm-hmm. uh, has been huge uh, in in the tabloid magazines and and celebrity stuff, and I was thinking about it this week that. You know, Queen Elizabeth, she's no slouch when it comes to messaging and, and you know, controlling the appearance in the media. Mm-hmm. So, not a conspiracy theory per se, but just something that might want to entertain the idea is that it is in the interest of the royal family to have all this press coverage focused on Harry and Meghan because it takes away from the press coverage Mm -hmm. of Prince Andrew and his ties to Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. And now there's the new guy who's the, um, who was doing, running a similar, similar thing to, uh, Epstein, the guy who's, uh, um, like a fashion mogul. I can't remember his name. Uh, Prince Andrew's name came up in in that paperwork oh, as well. Nice. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I, I, kind of makes you wish the royal family would just go back to inbreeding. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we are going to nice? call it. It's Good. you know, I'd, I'd like to leave the people with a positive thought. <laughs> you know, uh, also uh, if you like the doctor you have, it's probably because he's playing fast and loose with the oxy scripts. So on that note, uh, I do want to thank you guys for coming in. Uh, Katie Massey Kennedy, always a pleasure. Let's let's Hi. not. I know I know you Hi. you keep busy with the tennis, uh, but uh, let's let's not make it. You know, three yeah, months. Yeah, we'll do a couple between. weeks or a couple weeks, yeah, three yeah. weeks or something like that. Would yeah, I like being back. here. Yeah. Well, thank you. My thank pleasure. you for coming. Wonderful to have you here. Should you so desire, where can people find you online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Um, I'm on Twitter at uh, Katie Massa, K-A-T-I-E-M-A-S-S-A. Um, I tend to be um, frequently at Oh My Ribs Theater uh, Friday nights at 9 p.m. for doing stand-up comedy. So you can check me out there. Right on, right on. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Looking forward to having you back. And thank you so much for being here today. Mm-hmm. Always a pleasure. Mr. Time and Ship, also wonderful to have you back. Uh, you know, it's. I know you're here every week. Yeah. I don't want you to think I take that for granted. <laughs> <laughs> you are appreciated, my brother. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Power to the people. Power, power to, the people. to the people, indeed. Yeah. Should you so desire, where can people find you online or in person in the coming days, weeks, and months? Uh, I'm actually doing a gig on March 7th. I'll be at Ooh. the... Um, 
what is it, Highlands Elks Lodge, I think it is. Uh, I'll be doing a, uh, a 30-minute gig over there. Wow. And, uh, yeah, paying, you know, paying a brother some little bit of money. And uh, which made me get back out and do some uh, open mic, you know, comedy's a grind. So I, you know, got performing. But you can um, get me on Time and Ship at Twitter, Time and Ship at Facebook, and Time and Ship at Instagram. Also, you can get my book, uh, My East St. Louis, on Amazon.com. Or you can get my CD, Universal Brother, which is my comedy CD, is also on uh, iTunes and Spotify. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here. Looking forward to having you back. I am Dr. David Robinson. You can find me on the socials on Facebook. I'm Dr. David Robinson. How about that? On Twitter, because we got to make it a little more complicated, I am at Stand Up Fall Down, so you can follow me there. Uh, enjoy wonderful puns like you've been hearing throughout the show. No, or don't enjoy or them Or don't at enjoy all. them, but observe them. <laughs> <laughs> This is the way. This show is also on the socials. If you've made it this far, you probably already know. But if you didn't, you can check us out on Facebook at Let's Be Treasonable, all spelled out. Thank you very much. And on the Twitter, we are at L-E-T-S-B-T-R-E-A-S-O-N-A-B-L. We take off the E's and pass the savings on to you the listener want to thank you for listening if you like the show please tell everyone you know give us reviews rate us highly on the itunes and the places and the things if you didn't like it keep it to yourself we won't mind we will be back next week hopefully you will too until then goodbye Goodbye.